Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another episode. For this episode, I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update. This episode is actually emerging from my previous podcast, Peace and Prosperity, which I held with Christopher Salem. All of those podcast episodes will now be found as a segment under Superconscious Success. And moving forward, all the new podcasts, anything that you want to learn about peace, about prosperity, about obtaining that wellness and and being able to harmonize all areas of your life you're going to be able to find that within the peace and prosperity segment where Chris and I will both be hosting so I just wanted to let you know so that you when you hear the intro for this episode that is why okay look forward to seeing you in the in the interview hey all welcome to the podcast where peace and prosperity meet in the middle My name is Jennifer Matthews, and with my co-host, Christopher Salem, we bring you the podcast filled with many nuggets and valuable light bulb moments that will help you build harmony between your life commitments and the prosperity you desire. Our weekly podcast will bring you inspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, and just all-around inspirational people who can show you how they have moved from overwhelm, self-judgment, imposter syndrome, and all-around insecurities to that of peace, power, potential, and of course, prosperity. So now I'm going to pass you over to Chris, who will introduce our guest speaker for today. Make sure you hold on because this podcast episode is going to be quite the ride. Hey, Chris, over to you. Hey, Jennifer, doing well over here. Thank you for the introduction. So many great things that are happening here with peace and prosperity. And and it starts with this podcast each and every week that's going to provide you, like she said, these experts that we bring in that really understand you know, what life and business is all about and how harmony they come together. So we're going to be committed to bringing you great content that can be applied each and every day in your life and business to move it forward. And we have a very special person. Not only is he special, but he's a good friend of mine, Harrison Klein. This is a man that really understands the medical, physical side of life and business, the emotional laws of success, he is the founder of a, a concept called the Wealthy or Wealthy Movers, which you'll learn a little bit about today. And he is just going to bring a lot of really a lot of experience and wisdom and insight that will allow you to apply what he shares with you today to really move your peace and prosperity to the next level. And without further ado, we welcome Harrison Klein to the show. Harrison, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing sensational, terrific, amazing, phenomenal, outstanding, incredible, awesome, turned on, tuned up, tweaked, authentic, resplendent, happy, uh, inspired, uh, insightful, perceptive, and successful. <laughs> and I, 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 I do, I, I, I do radio show as a host, as you know. I appear on a lot of ho- uh, podcasts and radio shows. I can never do what you just did. There. <laughs> no, <I never. laughs> That's incredible. Amazing, amazing. Without stuttering or or any kind of uh, oh my god, that was that was phenomenal. It takes so years. What, what's that? It takes years of practice. I hear you. Well, you did that very very well. We always like to open up with, with the show and get a little insight about you, like just a little back backstory story about yourself that 
really can really feed into what peace and prosperity is. If you'd like to share for the next five minutes, you know, just a brief background about your your story and where it is today when we look at peace and prosperity as one in the world. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, allowing me to share my story. Um, you know, if I start from way back, I'm, I'm someone who was born of Holocaust parents. You know, came, my parents came to this country with two kids, just the clothes on their back, no money whatsoever. They were uh, relocated from after Germany, uh, where the when the World War II happened, uh, they have a destiny story of their own. But when they came to this country, you know, I was only 18 months. I remember everything. No, <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> I can. I do too. I believe it or not, people think I'm crazy. <laughs> but uh, you know, our house was full of uh, you know anxiety and survival. They had no marketing skills. They had no nothing that they could offer as except their labor. And so they forged a life out of their own two hands, you know, uh, with nothing. Uh, and they didn't know the language. They didn't know anything about this country when they came. And it was, it was a hard ride for them. So they were always in survival mode. And on top of that, you know, not only were they only always in survival mode. They were they were not a match as parents. I mean, you know, they were not. They didn't get along too well. And uh, when I was very young, basically, um, they fought all the time. And it was at one point they my father got violent with my mother. And the only time that I ever saw him, he was basically a um, he was basically a. Uh, What's the word for him? He was a depressed kind of spirit. He was, he, you couldn't put a prosthetic on the tortures yeah. and the experience that they had when during World War II as, in, as Holocaust survivors. And so, you know, the, he was a soft-spoken kind of quiet guy. And, and my mother was emasculating him at one, at one point. And um, in that emasculation, he lost it for the first and only time in his life, and he got violent with her. And I was there. I was in the room at the time. And, you know, having gone through, at that time, about four years of nothing but fighting in that house all the time, you know, I just shut down. I just absolutely shut down. I said, I don't want any more life. I don't want any more part of this. I don't want to have any... You know, this is not what I signed up for, or whatever the hell a four-year-old thinks, but says, but, I, you know, I said, no, I'm done with this. And I actually retreated into a state of isolation, a state of, um, you know, kind of um, retreat from all, uh, all life, basically. So I um, lost my ability to perceive things. I lost my ability to... Um, speak well, I lost my ability to feel well. And so I became autistic in that in that moment. And that autism basically was a uh, uh, what most people who are in the autistic range can't tell you since until till they come out of it, which is a rare thing. And I'm one I'm a sort of a miracle child. Until you come out of that situation, basically, they can't tell you that, you know, um, in the autistic state, for me, I only heard about every third word that people said. So it was like a bad cell phone trying to piece together what was going on. There was a film over my eyes and I never saw things clearly, which you know I thought was normal at the time. So uh, there was also a, uh, my feeling situation was that I, I um, uh, couldn't come within six feet of yeah. anybody with 
practicing what Eckhart Tolle calls a pain body, stabbing pains in my ribs. And so my experience was very, very isolated, shut down, and, you know, wounded, continuously wounded for about 28 years. And I had no I had no way to express that. I had no way to overcome that. And I was just in that state of sort of darkness, if you will, if you want to call it a dark night of soul, it was was that kind of a thing. And then in one particular moment in time, when I was in uh, about, uh, I don't know, 28 years old, I had a mystical experience that changed my life forever. That mystical experience uh, gave me what I call a white light experience, and it was an awakening. And suddenly my life was totally different. Suddenly I was awake to everything. I was alert in the moment. I was able to perceive energy. I was able to experience a whole different uh, beingness than I had experienced prior to that. So 28 years of one experience and then in a, in a single spontaneous healing, you know, I was never the same human being again. I was a different human being. And so from that point on, then the evolution became when I was awake for the first time, the evolution became who am I? What am I doing here? How do I, how do I experience, you know, life in a phenomenal fashion? And so I went about, you know, beginning to to express and to fall into my desires and to achieve my desires because prior to that I didn't I had no ambition I had no uh, desire no motivation or anything so once I started to achieve and think about my desires and, and, and what I was really on this earth for what the you know I began to perceive the quantum field I began to perceive you know the the nature of time the true nature of time I moved from from a time space continuum to a space time continuum and I began to become successful I began to achieve things I began to see what I was totally unaware of prior to those moments and and my peace was completely intense intensive and it was overwhelming and and you know I became someone yeah. who was a, you know kind of both articulate and my IQ probably went up 50 points from one prior to the experience so you know my life became a whole different experience and so during the past i say 22 years i've been an entrepreneur i was in the movie business i helped fund uh i helped raise 32 million dollars for a movie i was a um a uh, director of marketing for a, a very unusual stock brokerage uh, boutique stock brokerage, uh, and I and I was an educator for uh, 16 years, an entrepreneur for 22, three years in the movie industry, three years in the financial industry. So that's pretty. That's pretty much my history. Uh, I love it. Well, let's lead into you know the next question. You know, how important do you believe when it comes to on the entrepreneurial space? How important do you believe connection when it comes to succeeding? That you know, when we talk about connection. With it can be anything, people. It can be just whatever that means to being a successful entrepreneur. I think it's the first principle of uh, of all experience, and uh, you know, when it comes to peace or prosperity, relationships or everything, nobody. You know, we have two things that happen during the experience of uh, any kind of success. One is that you know. Um, we have a relationship with ourselves so that we in depth 
who we are. And then the other thing is we have a relationship with the world. And the world is nothing but a reflection of what, go, what is going on inside of us. But all human beings, you know, you can't experience anything with or from everything comes from somebody else or something else, you know, the, mm. and you experiencing, you can't experience anything without having some relationship with it one way or the other. So, so, you know, people don't, don't think a lot, but the first principle of the prosperity is to yeah. think. You know? And as you begin to perceive, you begin to have conclusions, you begin to have connections, you begin to create, you know, um, truth, love and beauty with other people. And if you are on the positive side of the ledger, basically you're creating something that makes a gigantic amount of difference to other people. So yeah. prosperity is about making a difference to other people. You know, the principles of wealth and prosperity are about how do we serve? The greatest among you is the servant of all kind of a thing. And the, the better you're able to serve, the greater becomes your prosperity. And you have to have a relationship with people in order to serve. And you have to have a relationship to ideas. And you have to have a relationship to um, desire and goals, you know. So yeah, and those I think, things are really and, and I think, too, Harrison, you just mentioned something very important there. And that is the whole concept of serving. Because when we're talking about wealth and prosperity, people have such a focus on, you know, when's the money going to come in? When when are we going to receive that, that big paycheck? But we don't realise that the first principle is serving of others. And so the more that you focus your attention on what you can do for other people, the more that the money is just going to naturally come to you or any type of prosperity we're talking about. And so when we're talking about, you know, there's, there's many different metaphysical laws of wealth and success um, that you talk about as well. Can you go a little bit into some of those uh, metaphysical laws? The laws of prosperity are that you have mm. to bring. Yeah, as it applies to money mindset, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, if you could share for, you know, five, five to seven minutes, Harrison, about, the, you know, just some general insights to that area of how the metaphysical side and how the laws of wealth and success can really help elevate our money mindset and building a successful business or uh, just success in general in one's life. Absolutely. You know, um, basically, in order to have success, in order to have prosperity in your life, you have to bring value to other people. And you have to also... Um, you have to also solve problems. Those are the only two ways, basically, that you make money. You know, you can do that through a number of different ways. We can do that through mindset. We can, as we understand our connection with source, basically, in order to create something, we have to impress the quantum field, if you will. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's basically God in a, and the behavior of spirit, which is the field of all possibilities, which is infinite. But if when you impress the quantum field with a thought or with an action, basically, it then moves that thought or action into form, into form of money, into form of things, into form of whatever. So all of our lives have to do with what this creative aspect of man is a thinking substance. And that thinking substance basically impresses the, the a thought upon the field or source, if you will. And, and then we go through the process of adding the details. And then the, then the world reflects back to us what thoughts we have put out there. So the thoughts and the images of our mind are really the... Um, 
they are the instructions to the universe to create our reality. So all prosperity is about how well you serve other people, what value you bring to the marketplace, you know, uh, and service is the only way basically that you, um, you bring value to the, to the marketplace. Those people who get rich by not serving, in other words, by doing criminal activities or taking from other people, you know, those people are wretched, even though they may have money. So, mm -hmm. you know, they have internal wretchedness in a way. And, and, you know, it's, if you take from life, life takes from you. If you give to life, life, life gives to you. That's a basic law. So as you give, so shall you receive. And having and being are the same thing. So once you become, as you become something, we, we, we get in this world what we are and not what we, you know, what, not what we want. So uh, we become what we think about. And as we, uh, grow in ourselves if we work on ourselves harder than if we work on you know what's out there we are bringing value to the to the marketplace in every way and that induces prosperity you know uh, if things come out of the woodwork to support you everything comes would work to support you as you grow yourself as you love so shall you be loved and better you know you get you get that uh, reciprocal experience so um Creating prosperity is a matter of, you know, kind of joy, kind of great relationships, cheerfulness, connection, giving some sort of value, either solving a problem or adding to something that exists in a uh, meaningful way. And, you know, uh, you know, it, it uh, you get you get rich, basically, by simply providing others with the means that that you know, you want to, you want to see in this world, as Gandhi said, be the change you want. So if you want to get wealthy, you, uh, you know, you find a way to make others wealthy, you find wealth for others. If you want to be happy, you find a way to, you know, be happy for other people. If you want to be awake, you find a way to awaken other people. So as you give, mm -hmm. so shall you and being and having are the same thing. You cannot separate who you are from the experience that you have. So it just, there is no separation. So when you understand that being and having are the same thing, the entire prospect is to grow yourself. The entire yeah. the energy is to grow yourself. And as you grow yourself, that being creates having, whatever that happens to be for you. So wow. I love that. So what, Harrison, if you can expand just briefly on that for a few minutes on, you know, what you just stated and, you know, using the concepts of wealthy mofos, new wealth dynamics, talk about like how, like having, a, you know, an attention, uh, you know, setting a, a, a goal and taking action can help manifest those things that we're, that are important to us. So the first thing is mindset. We have to have mindset before we have any reception of any sort of prosperity um, in the physical world. So you have everybody has to know they have the right to be rich. We all have the right to be rich, and it is an obligation to prosper. It's an absolute obligation to prosper because that's how your life enhances itself. So you know, there's a science to the whole to the whole process, and the science is about visualization. The pro the science is about you know belief and clarity and consistency. So as you believe, so it shall be done unto you. As you are clear, the greater becomes your ability to serve and 
consistency is the ability to know that you are reliable and people work with, you know, with reliability. They, they work with happy people who are reliable. They're happy to give their money to those, to those kinds of situations, especially if it's solving a problem for them. So peace basically is calmness, right? So, so when you talk about calmness, um, calmness creates clarity. And the first principle of prosperity is how do we think, you know, and the clearer we think, the greater becomes our value because, you know, um, um, we step into life. We step into, you know, increasing ourselves. It's the law that every thought generates another thought and every act generates another act. And as, as we start that momentum going deliberately, we become serviceable to other people. And, and life seeks expression, right? All life seeks expression. They, they seek, they're under the necessity, uh, life is under the necessity of creating things, you know? So life gives unto life, you know? And, and you know, God wants us to have more, all, all, all this kind of thing, he, you know? Um, he wants those who are able to appreciate beauty to be surrounded by beauty, those who are able to, you know, uh, be musical, have instruments to play, those who are able to, you know, to build things with their hands, you know, have tools to do those kinds of things. And so whatever you become, you have all the things of. So as you become, the, the experiences of those things come to you. And, and you know, uh, the best thing you can do for, for the world, basically, is to make, make the most of yourself. <laughs> that is yeah. really the best one human being can, can do. It's not about what you give to the world. It's about who you become. And we, we get in this world who we are and not what we want. And as we become more, we, we work through four or five different principles to to expand our prosperity. One is identity, who we are. You know, who is the I that is doing all these things and what do I identify with? I identify, I identify with a guy, with a, being a decamillionaire, you know, I identify mm -hmm. with you know, being somebody who's fit. I identify with, you know, how much I love, you know, music and life and all things like that. Then you go into self-image. Self-image is the second step of all that. So your self-image is basically your personality. You know, are you are you vivacious? Are you depressed? Are you you know enthusiastic? Are you you know uh, critical? You know all those kinds of things. So the second second thing, the first thing is identity. The second thing is is self-image. Third thing is belief system. You know, you have to believe something in order for it to basically happen. So that's how you impress your subconscious by creating beliefs so that the subconscious can then, um, you know, create for you in the physical world. So um, the only time your, your, your creative element happens is when you are, when you have identity, self-image and, and believe and then from that point on you have action because your thoughts your identity creates your thoughts your thoughts create your expression your expression creates your um, self-image your self-image creates your um, the action the action creates the bridge to receiving whatever it is you want and so as we move through that process you know uh we get an integration. We integrate the things that we want into ourselves and, and, and we have to become in order to have. So you can't be a millionaire externally without being a millionaire internally first. You know, that's yeah. really important. So, you know, that's the identity portion, you know. So 
the self-image is how does a millionaire walk, talk, act? You know, is, is he is he about deals? Is he about you know creating a a system of um, you know uh, of things that you that you market to other people? The the belief system is you know can you do it? Do you believe you can do it? Do you believe you're the one to bring this to the marketplace? You know, uh, the integration is you know I really feel this. I I you know I am a whatever the the process is I, I know how to do this I know how to do that and that's what I have become so you know um, and then the, the the thing that makes it all happen is that, that seals the deal is gratitude you know as you create gratitude you create service you create everything else because now you are in sync with whatever it is you are vibrating so the medical laws the metaphysical laws of vibration so those are the those are the elements identity self-image, uh, belief system, integration, application, and gratitude. So, now, Harrison, and as we oh, sorry, <laughs> go on. And as and as we uh, go through those processes, we become satisfied. You know, we are fulfilled. So, and and the fulfillment of all that is what everybody wants. You know, life increases. Light. You're under an obligation to create. You're under an obligation mm. to to increase life has to increase everything that happens ha has a successor so you know um so when you create one thought you know the next thought comes up when you do one thing the next action comes up so on and so forth and as you understand the momentum of that and as you follow the momentum of that you you become grateful for what what happens and then that seals the deal because you know source looks down and, say, and says okay somebody's thankful for all the things i'm giving him hey that guy's connected let's give him more <laughs> So. Yeah, absolutely absolutely um look you have brought so many great nuggets today harrison and we are going to wrap up very shortly um but i just wanted one very quick question to to finish off this interview and what i was just wondering was um you explained that fantastically and what would somebody do because we all perceive the 3d reality we all perceive what is right in front of us. And so when we tell people we are who um, who we are being, um, how do they tend to be able to stop focusing so much on the 3D um, and what's right in front of them and start to, to realise that they've got to become the person that they want to become? Well, they have to understand that the world is a reflection of them. Of now, most, yeah. people, most people believe that they are in the world and they are responding to what's happening in front of them. But the truth of the matter is the world is responding to what's going on inside of you. So it's yes. the world to you, not you in relation to the world. So as you think, as you become, you know, you expand. So whatever you think actually becomes your world and reflection. So I so in order to expand yourself, you have to kind of you have to get a specific plan. You have to get a specific way to combine, you know, the things that are important to you with what you believe as the direction of your humanity, of your personal growth, of, uh, you know, the most uh, valuable market things or trends you can bring to the, to the world, you know, whether that be products or, or other things like that, or service, uh, or, you know, just basically ideas as well. Anything that you can awesome. bring to the world is yeah. another life yeah. is what 
what brings you prosperity. And as you become, Fantastic. yeah, and, and as you become that, yep. you enhance those lives and your life is enhanced. Sig Ziglar sure. said, you thing you want as long as you help other people enough other people get what they want (laughs) we got we got about less than a minute in the show can you briefly share how people can get in contact with you and the things you're doing with wealthy mofos and the other things you're involved in if you can share in 30 seconds Okay, well, I have a re- I have a uh, reality creation program that I want to give your listeners for free, and so you know how to create reality in the way that you want it. So uh, you can get that by just sending me an email at uh, proabundance p r o like Paul Robert Oscar and the word abundance at gmail.com, proabundance at gmail.com, put in the subject line free gift, and I will send you a, uh, I will send you an audio version of how to uh, create the reality you want in this life. And it is very potent, uh, you know, it has woken and, and helped awaken a number of, you know, great people in this world. And I've mentored some of the most amazing people <laughs> on the planet. Well, I, I can attest to that, that you have. You. She, he has done that. Well, Harrison, we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here today with the Peace and Prosperity Podcast. We want to thank you for all the wisdom and everything you do. Again, we encourage everyone to check out Harrison Klein to take advantage of that free gift. And this is someone that definitely you would like to get to know. We want to, Jennifer and I would like to thank you again for joining us here with Peace and Prosperity Podcast. We're committed to bringing guests like Harrison in each and every week to share their words of wisdom, most importantly, their experience, and allowing you to decide how you could create more peace and prosperity in your life to move that forward and be the example for others. So again, thank you for everyone, and we'll see you on the next episode.